Welcome to track number seven of the Word of My Patience. Listen to the call. The Lord called Samuel. Remember the story? He was asleep and the Lord called Samuel and he answered, Here am I. Three times. Now, notice in 1 Samuel 3, And the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I will do a thing in Israel, at which both the ears of everyone that heareth it shall tingle. <laughs> How long do you think it's going to take for your ministry to begin to tingle the ears of people? Huh? A very long time. In that day I will perform against Eli all the things which I have spoken concerning the house when I be- begin. I will also make an end. Amen. For I have told him that I will judge his house. So once again you see the call of Samuel. And in the call of Samuel, right at the beginning, do you see? Um, you see that... Uh, it took many, many years before God will do something that will cause the ears of people to tingle. Huh? What do you think? Is it powerful? So, that is why I reserve this message for this time. So that you would know that the call of God is a word of my patience. I mean, everybody who was called, you see that the call is fantastic. But for it to be fulfilled, I mean, you need a lot of patience. Otherwise, it's just not going to... Everybody, Paul, we have seen Abraham, Jacob, Joseph, Joshua, Moses, now Samuel. They are also telling him that ears are going to be tingling. And it's like, each time God has new ways of describing the great things He's going to do. Fantastic things. I will bless thee. Thou shalt be a blessing. Uh, you are something you will spread to the north, spread to the south, spread to the east, spread to the west. Hey, very fantastic things. This one is now tingling of ear. The ears will start to be moving. It will come and bow down to you. Fantastic. Where your foot starts, it is for you. When you walk, that place is for you. When you walk somewhere, that place is for you. Hey, what a wild calling. But it's a word of my patience. It is done. Every one of them is a word of my patience. And that's why he said, because you have kept the word of my patience, or you have obeyed this word which needed so much patience. Because I'm going to give you three rewards. Those are the three rewards we are going to do tomorrow morning by the grace of God. As soon as we finish, we are going home. Yeah. 
don't have to finish up that prayer. You don't want to go. <laughs> the patience you are going to need is not the patience for a camp. Is the patience for your life to change into a minister when we hear wow and our ears you say oh bring me something to clean my ears I'm feeling something in there when I hear about your ministry when I hear about what you are doing when I hear about how people are being saved when I hear about the miracles at your crusade And I'll start claiming you. So, this is my son. This is my son. But if you don't do well, I'll say, I don't know him. I don't know him. <laughs> who trained you? I'll be asking, who trained you? I'll say, oh no, that guy is not a proper Anakazo. But if you do well, oh, oh claim you always. My son, this is my son, this is my daughter. Is it fantastic? Is it Tabita? Tabita. Alright. You see, your name will be great. So it starts by more people I know your name. <laughs> For your name to be known. Before it to be known by more. Before it to be great. Realize that your name needs a lot of working on. Hey! What a shock. Now, the call of Jeroboam. Jeroboam was called by God. He said, and it came to pass that when Jeroboam went out of Jerusalem, in 1 Kings 11, that the prophet Ahijah, the Shilonite, found him in the way. And when he had clad himself with a new garment, and they two were alone in the field, Ahijah caught the garment that was on him and rent it in twelve pieces. And he said to Jeroboam, take ten pieces, for thus saith the Lord. I will rend the kingdom out of the hand of Solomon and I will give ten tribes to thee. But he shall have one tribe for my servant David's sake and for Jerusalem's sake. The city which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. Amen. Amen. And it goes on down. And he says, And I will take thee, and thou shalt reign according to all that thy soul desires, and shall be king after. And it shall be that if thou wilt hearken unto all that I will command thee, I will walk in my ways, and do all that is right in my sight, to keep my statutes and commandments, as David my servant did, that I will be with thee, and build thee a sure house, as I built for David, and I will give Israel unto thee. Wow! 
God is offering you kingdom. Kingship. Amen? You're going to be great. Isn't it? You're going to do great works. Amen? You're going to do great works. You're going to be a king. You're going to reign. But it takes time. And he said, I'm taking ten of the things out of the hand of Solomon. I'm giving it to you. But it, and, 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 and he said, he said, um, but I will make him prince all the days of his life for David my servant's sake. But I will take the kingdom out of his son's hand and I will give it unto thee even ten tribes. So even though he had given him the ten tribes, he said, Solomon will be there all his life. So he had to wait for Solomon to be an old man. Write all the Proverbs. Ecclesiastes. Songs of Solomon. Everything. But he wrote Ecclesiastes when he was old. And depressed. And this was what I have seen under the sun. And at the end of it all, when his son comes, then, this is my calling, where I have given you ten out of the twelve tribes to be the king. And I will make you the king and you rule. That is when it will happen. So sometimes you, you see somebody is not dying. Because the worth of his patience is corresponding to the death of that person. And the person is more stronger every day. Getting healthier. Taking vitamins. Hey! It's not dying. It's not getting sick. And your whole prosperity is connected to that person dying. Like the Queen of England. She has lived. Uh, Prince Charles cannot become the king. Ooh. He has been prince. Uh. He is now an old man. Is he 70 years old yet? About 65, yeah. Anytime somebody dies, anytime somebody dies and you are spiritually alert and the person is connected to you, it, it usually has some significance in your, your life or some phase or chapter because some of the phases of your life cannot be lived out with the person alive. Yeah. So the death of different people sometimes spell out the beginnings of certain things, the ends of certain things, and so on. As I said, Moses, my servant, is dead now. Arise. This is, I mean, I've been waiting for him to die. He's dead. So now, it's time for you to rise up in the ministry. So death 
of different people, men of God, fathers, mothers, individuals, sometimes have some bearing on the timing of certain appearances. That's why John the Baptist died. Jesus' ministry to go on. Moses died for Joshua. Solomon, David died for Solomon to come. Solomon died for the rest that came out that way. So, sometimes you're just waiting for... It's never dying. And when Kenneth Hagin died, when his son came on, his daughter came on, and his daughter said, we thought this day would never come. That's what she said. We thought today would never come. That dad will be here. There are three names for him. Papa is the, the grandchildren call him Papa. Then um, the children call him something. And then everybody else calls him Dad. Dad, Papa and something. Forget the last one. So everybody calls him different. The grandchildren call him Papa. My Papa. They call him Grandpa. They mean Papa. She said, we thought this day would never come. But it has come. And she said, I've been through it already. Because my husband died. So I know what it's like. But the death of people sometimes is what you are waiting for. Hey! What a shock. So, maybe God has called you but it's related to somebody dying and the person is now feeling well. Maybe you are called to be somebody's wife. But the person's wife is breathing well. What do you think? Fantastic. Maybe you are called to be somebody's wife, somebody's husband. The husband is breathing very well. In, out, in, out, in, out. Breathing. No sign of death. No, your calling is connected to the person that. Lord have mercy. Exercising. Okay. The next one is the call of David. First Samuel sixteen eleven 
The Bible says, and they brought him in. He was ruddy, goodly to look to, and the Lord had arrived and anointed him, for this is he. And then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brother, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. Amen. Where is she? Listen to the calling. Listen to the calling. Thou hast spoken in a vision to thy Holy One and said, I have laid help on one that is mighty. I have exalted one that is chosen out of the people. I have found David my servant. And with my holy oil I have anointed him. With whom my hand shall be established. My arm also shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not exact upon him. Nor the son of wickedness afflict him. I will beat down his foes before his face. And plague them that I hate him. His God, my rock of my salvation. I will make him my firstborn, higher than the kings of the earth. My mercy will I keep for him forever. My covenant shall stand fast with him. His seed also will I make to endure forever. And his throne as the days of heaven. If his children forsake my law and walk not in my judgments. If they break my statutes and keep not. Then I will visit their transgression with their rod. But my loving kindness I will not take away from him. Nor suffer my faithfulness to fail. My covenant I will not break. Nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. Once have I sworn by my holiness that I will not lie unto David. His seed shall endure forever. And his throne as the sun before me. It shall be established forever as the moon. And as a faithful witness in heaven. Amen. Amen. Once you have spoken in a vision to your godly ones. And said I have given hell. To one who is mighty, I have exalted one, chosen from the people. I have found David my servant, with my holy oil I have Oh, 
70,000 people, 50,000 people. Uh, islands with 10,000 people. 1,000. Oh! With people. 
Wow. So, I mean, how could David's ministry extend to the sea? Huh? And I will make his seed endure. Do you have a seed? Before the seed will develop enduring powers. So, brothers and sisters, the call of God is fantastic. Is there anybody here whom God has called? Raise your hand if God, I will call you to the front to come and say something. Is there anybody here God has called that has given a specific word that maybe I've sent you to the nations or something like that? Oh! Not even one person. You are raising your hand. Come. Tell us what, what, what has God called you to. Hallelujah. Um, I once had a dream. Yeah, and in the dream, Archbishop Duncan Williams was ministering in a very big church. So he said that he's going to leave, but he's going to hand over to the one who is going to continue the ministry. And everybody was silent in the church. We were looking for the one who was going to continue. So he called me and said, I come. So when I came, he gave me the microphone. So I started preaching. And everybody was excited. So that, that is one of the call of God that I see. I believe that um, God is going to make me a good person like one of the fathers in the land. Yes, my dear. Hallelujah. So I remember when I was in um, Jesus long ago back in, in the in the nineties. Um. I was in the classroom one day. I don't like going out for break when everyone is going. I only go out to buy some food and come back to the room. So as I was sitting down, I was studying. Um, there was this book on the, um, some women in the Old Testament. So I read about Rebecca, Ruth, and all that. And then when I got to Deborah, I, I just, in the middle of it, and God told me that this is what I want to make you. I want to make you a strong warrior, a prophetess. I just, I just want you to be, I just want you to be like this person. So just, that is the, the word I heard. And it's like, I've not heard that voice, but I was convinced with him that this is God speaking to me. And I was saying, And there was a confirmation of it that 
another side, it came again. And it says, it's not the Deborah, um, the nest, but it's Deborah in Judges, the prophet. Wow. Anybody else? Yes. Come. again, I had a, a, a vision, and I saw this man of God, I didn't know him, but I remember the face in the vision, so one day I was going through a bookshop, and I saw the face I saw uh, in my vision, so I took the book, and I looked at the name, and in the vision, God said, I will make you like him, he was Rehan Bonke, and uh, as I read about, the book I read was uh, fire, uh, Evangelism by Fire. I took the book, so I realized that he was into crusade. So I also started that I want to do a crusade. And the first crusade I went to was Apam. Now, the crusade had very, very young children. I mean, to the, to the point, we didn't have anybody beyond 14. I mean, all of them were children. So I was thinking about when would this vision actually become, become a reality? And I remember um, the next crusade was at the Cropon here, the Cropon Church, Elpisakina during that time. And we tried to do the crusade. I think we showed one of your crusades on the projector and realized that still we didn't have much crowd. But I believe that with the word of patience, there is coming a time that this dream will be fulfilled. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, my brother. So keep believing. Keep believing. You are not the only person who has admired Monkey for years and years and years. Monkey has been a good pattern for years for all of us. I've been watching him for years, desiring what he's doing, attending his crusades, watching. Wow. Who else? Ah, now the visions are coming. Come on. I almost forgot, but it just dawned on me. How can you almost forget your vision? During first year, I had a dream. That bishop was praying for us, I mean, during our graduation. So, I was in the spirit and he told me, I should humble myself. I will become great. I just recall right now, that's why I came for. That you will become great and you should humble yourself. You see, it can, it can happen. You can be a very great person. But, you need to humble yourself. Uh, don't forget, humility. 
means you'll be tempted with pride. Yeah. What is your name? From where? My name is Peter Pa Fabonicha Asian. Please, Bishop. One time, I dreamt, and Bishop was standing by a car, and I was turning to different direction, and the car was ready to set off. So Bishop turned and called me, "Come and bother the car. I want to go with you where I'm going." And when I turned, uh, I came to join the car and we moved. And uh, last Friday, after the graduation, that was uh, the uh, Saturday, I dreamt and I was I saw myself at a station. Buses were there, and I was preaching. And great people were sitting at a particular car. I said, ah, yeah, these are the fake preachers. <laughs> but lo and behold, I saw Bishop therefore in the car. It's a, it's a good message he's preaching. So, when I heard that, he was preaching around. Seriously. So, when I was turning, Bishop called me and he. Uh, something like that. Something like that. Something like that. What a shock. Listen all. Do you know what? Benny Hinn, I was listening to him recently. He was telling his dream that he had. He saw Catherine Coleman. And he's somebody who used to visit Catherine Coleman's ministry. Go to her miracle service. And he saw her in a dream. She told him, come. He entered a room. There was a sick person, uh, Catherine Kuma was there. Then she took him to another room. There was a sick person there. Also, then, no, then she took him to a, a room and then Jesus was there. She handed over to Jesus and then to another room and there was a sick person. Jesus said, do it. So it was like Catherine Kuma who took him to Jesus. Just a simple dream like that. You know, you see people have great ministries. So, you see little, little, little dreams and things, you know. You think it's not, but that is what the Bible says, despise not prophesying. It's when you despise your little dreams and visions, you never have a dream. Never. You see, one day, there was a certain prophet. He said he had seen Jesus before. So I decided to interview him in detail as to how did he see Jesus and how was it like. So when I started interrogating, going deeper in the Bible, I said, ah, if this is seeing Jesus, then maybe I've also seen Jesus already. Yeah, you see, it's the way people describe things and present things, little experiences that they've had. You even be afraid. Yeah. They also, it also shows that they value it. Whereas we, when you say, this, when you, somebody says something, ah, ah, we are laughing. But that thing is what can carry you. But here I am today. When I felt the Lord said to me, Give thyself wholly to these things. 
This is what has made me enter the ministry. It's a feeling that I have in my heart. Do you understand? Different visions, little dreams, little whatever. I take it, I believe it, I go with it. Look at what I'm doing up to now. So when I ask you if you have had any visions and dreams, you should have. And it's a good thing. And it may look fantastic. You said that I will let join the car that bishop is in. You see, it means that you are going, you can join a certain group that when they are mentioning names, we will be mentioned together. Whereas at first, you will not, your name will never be associated with, with anything to do with people who are in ministry or doing something in the ministry. But now you will be in that same car. And you are receiving encouragement. There's a meaning of these visions. So, from the day that I asked that pastor who said he has seen Jesus, and through that, a lot of people are afraid of him. When I interviewed him, I said, ah, ah. Then I started to remember all the things I've also seen. So maybe this could have been Jesus. This one too could have been Jesus. This one too could have been Jesus. One day I was sitting down like this. And suddenly somebody came, appeared in front of me. And told me to have crusade. And told me it is important for you to pray for the sick. Somebody that I know. Yeah. It can be Jesus. That is, what I, that is the strength with which I entered into healing Jesus crusade. Yeah. I was sitting there. I wasn't sleeping. It was in the afternoon. And told me that it's very important for me to do the healing Jesus Christ and that I should make sure that I pray for the sick. That's why I pray for the sick. When you see after the testimony, you see me praying, it's because of something. Sometimes when you see somebody doing something, it's working fast. It's something is it's, it's, it's working fast. Are you there? So I want to encourage you, you know, these little, little, little dreamlets, visionlets, visionettes. My most powerful visions, I get them when I'm, sometimes I just sit down and I'm not even asleep. I can just have a vision suddenly, like that. Suddenly. So strange. So not come when I'm asleep. Come just I sit down very tired. And I'll have a vision. And then back. Some of them I still don't understand until now. But I'm pressed. Bible says we see darkly, yeah. dimly. Through a glass. It's not clear, but we are still frozen. That's why we we'll get reward. You couldn't see, but you were able to run. Wow. Oh, you did well. Wow. Things were not clear, but you were able to make it. Wow. Amen. Amen. Who else has had a vision? What's your name? Chwadako. I 
had the name Joshua because you told me to change it in the vision. Because I was first called um, uh, Jephthah Darko. And in a vision I saw you and you told me to change my identity to the name Joshua from Jephthah to Joshua. That's why I'm called Joshua. But I had a vision in the vision. You were working with two other gentlemen. One is now a pastor from the Bible school. He's called Pastor Stephen Awuku. And there was one I know as time goes on you become a pastor. He's with Bishop Interfo. And I saw them following you and I was so, I was so amazed and the way they were following you, I, I, I was so happy to see it. So, I also started following from behind. So, as you were going, I tapped you from behind. And I told you that I want to be your friend. And you told me to follow you. So, I followed to a point. I realized that your shoelace was untied. And it's like, in a way, you were wearing a brown traditional way with a Bible under your armpit. With these two gentlemen by you going. So, as you sat down, I came to you and I asked you that, can I tie your shoelace? And you told me that I can do it. So as I did it, you gave me something like a mobile phone to, in a way to charge it for you. That was, um, I think, two years before I came to the Bible school. Since then, I've, I've had this strong desire of following all the days of my life. Thank you very much. What is the meaning of the mobile phone that was given to him? Your voice will be heard by many people who are not around. Yeah. A lot of people will hear your voice. Yeah. He gave you a tool that will help you, your voice to go far. When I put on the mobile phone, like my voice can be heard in America. My voice can be heard in Libya. My voice can be heard in Ghana. So in that vision, I gave him a mobile phone. I gave him something that would let his voice be heard. Wow. You may never know what. Limited. Who else had a vision? My name is Alfayo Munene from Kenya. Uh, I had a dream one day that I was with Pastor Vincent. He finished school last year. And I taught him a lot of bad things those days. <laughs> yeah. I just shared this dream on Sunday with my, to Reverend Obi. I shared the dream with Reverend Obi. And I was with this Vincent in our estate where we are known as very bad people around that place. And we are having a very big crusade together. So I was just telling Reverend that when I go back, I want to have a crusade in that place. Thank you. No, you don't have to aim to have a crusade, a very big crusade in that place. You will have a very big crusade. You see, that's a, it's a pay, word of my patience. So one day, eh, there will be a very big crusade. You will be preaching at the crusade and you will remember that this thing has happened practically. You cannot make it happen when you go back. When you go back, nobody will come to the crusade and you say that the word of your patience is not true. This is the problem. Yes. You go back now, you're going to organize a crusade. Who, who do you think is going to come for the crusade? 
Even me, I'm afraid to come organize a crusade in Nairobi City. Huh? I've not yet organized myself to come and do a crusade in Nairobi City. You are going to have a very big crusade in Nairobi. When you go back. When you go back, you are going to organize a big crusade. You see the brother who said he saw Bonke? You see when he went to have a crusade? You see those who came? So if you don't take care, you would think that the word was not a real word. But it was a word of his patience. Amen. Are you there or not? Anybody else with a vision? Yeah? My name is Victor Kofi Wanami from Reverend Riches Church, Jaminas Church. Uh, it was when I got born again that uh, I used to go to church. My daddy was the, uh, a deacon in the EP church. So he find, he find it very obvious for me to go to another church while he is also going to another church. So he asked me to stop, but I still go. So it was a problem between the two of us. So one day he told me that me, I will die young. So, in fact, I asked myself that, I asked my father to tell me this thing that I would die young. Me, me now, I was down. So, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I kind of like, I thought uh, the, the, the following evening is a Tuesday evening meeting. So, I went to church with the mind that oh, this is my last church that will come. And, uh, I'm going. So I used to have a friend, uh, Lillian. She's no more. She's late. So, yeah. Yes, please. So as I was going, okay, she's dead. So as I was going, we used to call Yawedu Yawedu, and she, she realized that I was a bit down. And she was asking her what, and I told her that oh, this is my last day of coming to church, and I don't think... I'll come again because of the problem in the house. And in my mind, I was saying, oh, if I go, I'll just organize some this in B and then take away my own life and then know that this is so. When I went to, I told her everything and she said, oh, she, I didn't tell her, I just told her that this is my last time of coming to church. And she sent me to her house. And then she made some nice tea for me with drunk. And then she encouraged me. After that, I went to, I didn't tell her that I'm going to commit suicide or something. So, I took the, the poison substance and I lied down, waiting to die. But I didn't die. But I just saw, I was just on bed and I was holding the, this thing, the, the rest of the, this thing, lying on bed. So all I could see was that a man came taller than me and he said that the captive person that he may be loose and that he should be set free and that is, he shall not die in the pit, neither his bread fail. And then afterwards, he, he gave me the scripture, which is Isaiah 51 verse 14. And then I, I, I woke up with a thing. I said, oh, I didn't die. So, so after I woke up, I encouraged myself and I went. And later I, I came to the Bible school and I had a dream that Bishop laid his hand on me. That was, I, was, I was in first year. Bishop laid his hand on me and I fell down the first time. He laid his hand on me three times and I fell down. 
And later, I was, I also had another dream that I saw heaven. I, I, I saw, told me, I was seriously studying in the classroom and he told me that this is not the way to cut the anointing. So, as, as he said this thing to me, I, straight forward that time I was in first year. So, I went to him and I told him that oh, this is the dream I had. So, I don't understand. So what do you believe these visions and dreams mean? I, I believe that I'm called to do great things. And then he told me that I should listen to levels of shepherdorial anointing. And I listened to it and I, I had what the Lord wants me to do. Wow. So what was your first dream? You say you shouldn't say many dreams at the same time. Only one. In the multitude of dreams, there is vanity. The first one, the first one was the, the captive hasn't that he may be loose. And the captive what? The captive hasting that he may be loose. Hasting that he may be loose. And that his bread shall not fail. Neither die in the pit. That was the first, this thing. And you were taking poison to die. And this yeah. vision came. Yeah. He shall not die in the pit. Yeah. Wow. So, it means you will not die. In Jesus' name. Amen. We are going to deliver the message. Amen. Now, now the visions are coming. Short one. Short Thank one. you, Bishop. My name is Peter Danade. Um, last year, when we went to Nigeria Crusade, we were at Ikere, and I had a vision. In the vision, I saw Prophet Fabian. Actually, it was like a convention, and the place was just like this place, child on the floor. And I saw that the place was being prepared for the convention. So uh, the choristers, everybody have sung. And Prophet Fabian told me to come and start the program and he would come and take over. So I started it. And as I was doing it, he came and took over. And as he finished, he told me to come. So I came to him. And he sprayed something on my eyes. And he sprayed it on my left eye first. And I, I, I collected the thing to look at it. And I saw the thing. The, the, it, uh, uh, there is a writing on it. Prophetic eye. So when, when, when I saw it. I, I told him to spray it on my right eye also. <laughs> I told him. Yes. I told him to spray it on my right eye. And he did that. And I, I thanked him. And I told the people who were seated around to thank him for me. For giving me such a powerful gift. So, after the dream, I mailed him and told him the dream. And he encouraged me. And I, ah, so you yes. believe that God has given you a prophetic eye? Yes. Have you been having any prophetic? Yes. This year. Bishop, uh, this year, I've, I've had three visions. That's, that's about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
and and one 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 of the visions I was mostly uh, two of the visions I was bathing, and I saw fire all around, and I heard the Lord saying that the time is at hand. The devil knows that the, his time is short, so do what I am telling you. That was the first one, and the second one I was bathing, and I heard the Lord saying that the time is short. You have to go out and do the work. And then the, 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 the last one, I, I was sleeping and I, I saw fire all around. And the Lord was saying, I heard the Lord also saying that we have to do the work because the time is short. Those are the three visions. Wow. May your anointing increase in Jesus' name. It's powerful. Is it powerful? Now, this prophetic eye, a time may come you will be saying, standing like this, and you will see angels at the back. That is when you even know you have an eye. Maybe in some years to come, you will see animals on the floor moving that you cannot see with the eye, normal eye. Or you may see a dwarf walking through the church. It's true. I was, I was at a Kenetekid meeting when he saw an angel. He saw an angel. The angel called him. He told us about it and then he, the angel called him to come. And he followed the angel upstairs. He couldn't walk even. He followed the angel up because the stage had stairs. He followed the angel upstairs. And the angel took him to a man. I was there. And the angel told him, pray for this guy. And he prayed for that guy. I tell you. Real. So your eye will be... And you see, because the word of your patience, when you are impatient, you start magically creating visions. And you see the kind of vision that is at the coming of the Lord. When you are after money and other things, you see that now you are not seeing visions of the coming of the Lord. Every day, somebody's money, somebody this, somebody that, somebody that, fearful things. I see you in an accident. I saw your child in an accident. I saw this. I saw that this. I saw that something. I saw you were on admission. I saw this. You will be afraid. Only fear-filled fear visions and dreams. I saw something that come for you. I saw a dark shadow over your house. I saw there was no light in your house. Hey! Whenever <laughs> you hear the visitor, you will say, I'm coming to see you. I see your child. I saw your child in an accident. I saw something. I saw a hospital. I saw a white blanket. I saw the operation. This, oh, these are the kind of visions. Yes. But you see a pure vision. I saw the coming of the Lord Jesus. This and that and that. Wow. 